The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. Crowd is roaring. It's a sold-out game here. We'll have 250 fans in the stands at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. Takes the three. Got that one to go. With the left hand off the glass. GMAC Player of the Year. Shuchek's layup bounces off the left side of the rim. Offensive rebound. Sydney Mills puts it back up and in. There's that size advantage. Easy layups. Hillsdale Charger basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. Welcome to Hillsdale College Charger Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Julius Graber. Alongside me is Evan Mick. We're bringing you some Hillsdale basketball between the Chargers and the Walsh University tonight. We look forward to having you here. Hillsdale is white out all over the place. Fans wearing white from head to toe. We are ready to get this one rolling. We're going to introduce to you the uh, starting lineups from both teams starting with Walsh. So the projected starters tonight. First, we have number 12, Abby Hickey, a guard, a junior from Toledo, Ohio. Number 40, typically number 15, Lexi Scarton, a guard, and she is coming to us from Middleburg Heights, Ohio. Number 21, Morgan McMillan, a transfer from Bowling Green University. She's a graduate student from New Philadelphia, Ohio. We have number 24, Kylie Durland. She's a freshman standing in at six foot tall from Canton, Ohio. Last from the Walsh team is number 25, Lauren Galaska, a guard sophomore from Olmstead Falls, Ohio. As for your Hillsdale College Chargers, we have number four, Peyton Nelson, your 5'9 sophomore out of Cottage Grove, Wisconsin. Number five, Sydney Mills, freshman, oh, forward, senior, 5'11 out of DeWitt, Michigan. Carly Callahan, number 10, guard or a forward, a sophomore, 5'10 out of Columbus, Ohio. Grace Touche, a senior, guard, 5'8 from Northfield, Minnesota. And Ariana Sysom. A senior forward, number 32, from East Eaton Rapids, Michigan. So it is a big weekend here in Hillsdale for Charger basketball. The, the ladies are on the brink of making their first GMAC tournament since 2019. A few wins here would do it for them to send them to that tournament. Yeah, they're about two and a half games ahead of the first team out, Cedarville. They need a win here to help them soon to clinch with one or two more wins, I believe. And no better place to do it tonight. It is rowdy. A lot of fans here. Some free pizza. And uh, an exciting night to be a uh, Hillsdale women's Charger basketball player. The uh, Walsh Cavaliers are coming uh, tonight to the to the Wal- Don Timmons Potter Arena, excuse me, um, with a GMAC record of 7-8. and eight. Hillsdale also matching that record. Um, both teams looking to get another notch under their belt in conference play. Yeah, as you said, both both teams are 7-8. and eight. 
But Hillsdale is 11-2 at home. <clears throat> they have the home matchup. They have home field advantage. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they do better at home is they rebound better at home. Their points are similar. Their shooting percentages are similar. But they rebound better at home every time. So we're getting ready to go here at tip-off. The Chargers win the tip, and we're underway. Chargers wearing all white, just as the fans are. Peyton Nelson first with the ball. Quick shot put up. No good for the Chargers, and it goes the other way for Walsh. Cavaliers number 25 has the ball right now. That would be Lauren Galaska. Galaska with a pump fake. She got it over to Morgan McMillan. McMillan with the first bucket of the game. 3-0 Cavaliers. Yeah, Walsh is shooting 33% from three, but normally Hillsdale shoots a lot more three-pointers than than most teams they play. They average a lot of three-pointers. You'll see one almost every two minutes. You'll see a three-point shot going up by Hillsdale. And there's one, in fact, from Carly Callahan, number 10 for the Chargers. Rebounded offensively by Sysom. And Sysom gets the foul as she goes back to the bucket. Sysom at the line for a pair of free throws. Yeah, that foul was against number 24, Kylie Durland. Sysom steps up to the stripe, a wide stance, puts her first basket up, and it is good. Chargers on the board, 3-1. Sysom hitting approximately, excuse me. She makes her second basket as well. 75% of her free throws. Hillsdale putting on a little bit of pressure now. Putting they got f- that 2-2-1 two, two, defense right there. Full court all the way down. A- another shot put up by the Cavaliers. This one is number 12, Abby Hickey. Abby Hickey with the bucket, 6-2 Cavaliers. Nelson now with the ball. Easy drive through the lane. Puts it up with the left, 6-4. More pressure by the Lady Chargers. As they bring it down the court, Cavaliers trying to find that open lady and do so. Hillsdale's really pressing up with that 2-2-1. Seems they're trying to trap something that they saw on film. Morgan McMillan was the Cavalier that had the last bucket. Now it's Carly Callahan going the other way. Got one for the Chargers. Back and forth, quick pace so far to start this game. A lot of quick shots. Shot clock not getting under 20 seconds yet. Very much in this game. Peyton Nelson now looking to slow the game down. Slowly brings it across the H at midcourt. This is the first setup possession we've really seen all game from either team. Nelson over to Callahan. Underneath to Sysom off her hands and out of bounds into the student section. This one's going to go the other way for the Cavaliers. Yeah, it just barely tipped through her hand. That's a ball that she's definitely going to want to have back. But Early mistake by the Chargers, but... We will see how they uh, rebound from that one. Chargers are a fundamentally sound team for the most part. Um, do a lot of the, the things right. Coach Avercamp has the ladies rolling well, and it shows on their record. Meanwhile, Walsh underneath the basket. This one's put up by Abby Hickey again from the right side. She gets the bucket to fall. It's 10-6. 7-23 here in the first quarter. Nelson with the left. Up close to the hoop, no good. And Walsh going to go the other way after the defensive rebound. Yeah, Chargers have already had a couple shots rim out for them, a little bit of unlucky. Walsh has had everything go in. 
And this one is put up by McMillan. McMillan, no good from three. Back the other way. Touche drives quickly, gets underneath the basket, finds her counterpart, Sydney Mills, underneath the hoop. And that's going to be good for a Charger bucket. If you ever watch the Chargers, you know that Grace Touche is going to put the ball in her right hand, switch it over to her left, and she's going to drive, and she's either going to find a shot or she's going to pass it off to one of her teammates. Meanwhile, down at the other end, Abby Hickey puts up another shot. She's been the shooter so far for the Cavaliers. Uh, Two two three-pointers already for her in this game, as well as uh, a layup. Yeah, I don't believe that the Cavaliers have missed a three-pointer yet. Nelson, I I do believe they missed one. possession or two ago but they've been very good from three so far there's another miss for for three as we speak of it hillsdale gets the defensive rebound going back the other side of the court this one's touche bringing it up goes over to the left side the chargers really gave up on that pressure really early i feel like i i would have wanted them to see one more two more tries of it we'll see if they go back to it here in the near future Mills had a lane there underneath. It was outside with Callahan, I believe, if I remember correctly. Callahan, instead of finding uh, Mills underneath, put up the three. And it goes out of bounds after missing, but it was off of a Walsh defender. So it will stay with the Chargers. Nine seconds on the shot clock for the Chargers as they inbound it. First substitution of the game. Number two for the Chargers, Danny Salenbein checks in. Salenbein with the inbound to Mills. Mills quickly puts up the basket, and that one will fall for a Charger bucket. That was a great job by Ariana Sysom, clearing out the zone that they had, the zone defender on the left block, getting her out of the way for another Charger just to come in there and make a wide-open layup. Meanwhile, on the other end, Hickey puts up another shot. Good for three yet again. It's 16-10. to Walsh has let a lot of the Chargers underneath go free. There, that's the second or third time that I've seen uh, no defender underneath, either on Sysom or on Mills. Sysom gets a shot up but is fouled in doing so, so she'll go to the line again. Yeah, the Chargers really got to get their passes down just a little bit. That could have been a really easy layup <clears throat> if it would have been a little more of a precise pass, but still a good play by the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Get points out of it all the same as Sysom makes her first free throw. And the Chargers as a team hitting 70% of their free throw attempts. Sysom has helped that average here tonight. Hits her second one. It's 16-12. 5.20 to play in the first quarter. Ball is brought up by number 40 of the Walsh Cavaliers, Lexi Scarton. Lexi, as we had previously mentioned, usually wears number 15. Must have been a uh, uniform malfunction going on for yeah, the Cavaliers. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're an hour and a half late. Things get rushed. You never know who's going to show up with one number. That is true. We had an hour and a half delay on the start time of this game. So come the boys game, we're going to be getting into the deep hours of the night. Yeah, morning workouts tomorrow are not going to be fun, are they? <laughs> Meanwhile, Chargers have the ball. They are going down towards their end. Brought up by Caitlin Splane. Splane gets it over to Touche. Touche on the right side, outside of the arc, looking for a, a screen there. Instead, it's passed up back to the middle. This is Danny Salenbein, almost straight away. Knocks down the three. 16-15, Cavaliers still have the lead. Brought up by Scarton. Scarton over to Hickey. 
Hickey underneath, but then back out. Good ball movement by the Cavaliers. This one put up by Vanessa Sales, her first shot of the game. No good. Good ball movement by the Cavaliers, but even better defense by the Chargers, not letting anybody get open for the open shot. Indeed, and they quickly go down and take their first lead of the game as Mills hits a big three. Another straightaway shot for the Chargers. Falls beautifully in, and it's 18-16. Yep, just about four minutes left here in the first quarter. McMillan now with the ball. Drives to the right side of the hoop in the lane. Gets it to fall. Yeah, former Bowling Green graduate transfer. She definitely knows how to how to play basketball. Indeed, a graduate student here for the Cavaliers, as mentioned earlier. Mills, meanwhile, for the Chargers. Puts up a shot. Didn't quite make it to the bucket before she put that one up. Kind of had to fall away to her right, and it's no good. Walsh quickly down on the other end. Hickey, another three. No good, but it's tipped back out. Hickey collects her own rebound, and it is now over to Scarton. Yeah, that was some, some great help defense by Splane right there. Scarton was not all that closely guarded and is able to put up a pretty easy three, gets it to go. So the Cavaliers reclaim the lead, 21-18. We are just over three minutes to play in the first quarter. There's been no stoppage in this game so far. So far, it's a very clean game other than the two fouls that we've seen down on uh, the Cavaliers. Both ironically on Ariana Sison, weren't they? Indeed, yeah. Sending her to the line. They're not going to want to keep doing that. As we talk about it, the first time out is taken. And so, yeah, so far so good. Um, Chargers are looking good. Had the Cavaliers having those early buckets fall really helped them get the, the early lead, but tight one as we played seven minutes. Yeah, it's definitely back and forth. Been a lot of quick scoring, a lot of quick shooting. Most of these, neither of these teams normally score above 75 points, and right now they're both about to, looking like they're going to score 80 points. So That's true. It's been a very quick pace so far. The Cavaliers, in fact, coming in 10th in the conference in scoring um, with only about 64 points a game. Um, but, yeah, it is looking like this one might just burst wide open and be a shootout. Yeah, teams have been defended well, but they're just shooting better. Mm-hmm. they just hitting every open shot. When you don't miss, you score a lot of points. It's how it works in basketball. Avercamp getting the ladies going down on the bench. Cavaliers, meanwhile, headed up by their first-year coach, Coach Mark Zwitzgable. Quite the last name on that one. There's also only been one turnover so far this entire game. And that was by Hillsdale. And with that one score difference, that one turnover may really be the only difference in this entire basketball game at the moment. So far, that is very true. We'll see some more mistakes, I'm sure, from both sides. But, uh, yeah, very clean play. Hillsdale checks in a few new players as well. For, For the Chargers, Ashley Conkle getting her first minutes of the game, as well as Lauren McDonald. Lauren, a transfer from the Air Force, has seen some some good time so far in this season, been a good contributor for the Chargers. Walsh has it down at their end. Good ball movement again. They've done that so far in this game. And a three is put up. This one is no good. Vanessa Sales again. She had that one a bit earlier. No Sales again changing up their defense. They went to a 1-3-1 zone when before they were playing man, and originally they were pressing. It's just... The coach is trying to throw everything at him and see what works. They are trying to figure it out. Walsh just taking a lot of threes. Another good look for, uh, excuse me, Scarton. 
but no good. Score remains 21-18. This one's Caitlin Splain going around, passing it around the horn to McDonald. Over to Salambine. A lot of movement for the Chargers. Shot clock now under 10. And it is put in by McDonald, a little 10-foot jumper. Gets it to go. Yeah, it was a nice shot with a with a man right in her face. She just all focused, all locked in. Clean shot. Walsh, meanwhile, has Ella Nitzel on the court for the first time after that timeout. Nitzel gets it over to McMillan. McMillan from deep three and gets that one to go. That was a nice shot. A lot of arch over the outstretched hand of the defender. Beautiful shot put in. Hillsdale went back into that man defense one more time. Salenbein for the Chargers down on the other end. Finds Conkle in the lane, and Conkle gets a bucket of her own. Brought up by McMillan now. The Lady Cavaliers, McMillan off to the right and is fouled. Did not collect who that was on. We're going to get it from the ref I here I believe it was second. on Ariana Sysom. Okay, so Sysom, the first foul for the Chargers in this game. Not a shooting foul, so the Cavaliers will inbound it. In for the Cavaliers is Lauren Galaska. Galaska, number 25, her first appearance on the court. McMillan with the ball. Fancy footwork, good good dribbling, good movement by herself, and uh, drives to the lane, doesn't get this one to fall. Instead, the Chargers are going to have the defensive board. That's some great help defense by Ashley Conkle. Conkle puts up a shot for the Chargers. It was no good. Caitlin Splain. After the Charger rebound, puts up a three, also no good. And the Cavaliers get it, heading down to their own end. Slowing it down a bit now. Again, just trying to figure out the defense for the Chargers. It's changed drastically every few minutes. And so <laughs> it has. they are uh, taking some time. I think they're going for the last shot here, though. That There's is only 16 seconds, about five seconds between the game clock and the play clock. Ten seconds now, and a travel called. On Scarton. Going to go the other way, and now Hillsdale is going to get an attempt at the last shot of this first quarter. Yeah, a real mistake trying to get the last shot of the quarter. And, um, you know, you just you give it up with too much time. Now Hillsdale has a chance to get that extra possession in there. 24-22 as we tick down in the last five seconds here in the first quarter. Splain. Mm, ooh, that one went out of bounds on Hillsdale. It looked like Kendall McCormick had it. She tr- tried to drive to the right side, and it did, in fact, go off of her. So the Cavaliers are going to get to have a possession now. A jump ball is called. So on the inbound, it was chucked about half court by the Cavaliers. And quickly, the Chargers were jumping on the ball as well as the Cavaliers. And so jump is called. Possession remains with the Cavaliers, but... The Chargers like to see that because now the arrow is pointing their way for the next time. Yeah, there's about 0.7 seconds left for the, the Cavaliers to get a quick shot up. And they are not able to do so on the inbound. So after one quarter of play, it is Cavaliers 24, Chargers 22. It's a tight one. It's a shootout so far. And uh, we'll get back to you in just a minute after this short break. You're listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Hometown Heroes. 
protecting the freedoms we love since 1776. Tune in at 9 a.m. Saturdays and 9 p.m. Sundays to listen to the tales of those who served so that freedom may forever fly. Here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. We're excited to bring you here to a tight matchup so far between the Chargers and the Cavaliers. Cavaliers have the slight advantage over the Lady Chargers, 24-22, as we enter into the second quarter of play. Been good basketball on both ends. Good basketball indeed. At the very end of the first quarter, the Chargers got a jump ball that may have seemed to give the Cavaliers an extra possession, but really I believe that that just pointed the ball back to the Chargers because the Cavaliers weren't able to score in the .7 seconds that they got, getting the Chargers an extra possession instead. Yeah, it, it was good to see that out of the Chargers as well. For a minute, I thought that they might have called a foul. It was definitely very aggressive by them to go for the ball as they did at the end of the, the quarter there. But uh, no foul called instead. Like we said earlier, the possession arrow now pointing in the direction of the home team for the next jump. Chargers are the first team with the ball here in the second quarter. It's Peyton Nelson that brings it up for the Chargers. And McDonald is fouled as she goes up for the shot. She's going to get her first attempts at the free throw line. That foul is on number 12, Abby Hickey. Hickey's first of the game. And the team's first of the quarter as well as we have just begun the second quarter play. McDonald gets her first free throw to fall. 24-23. And up she steps for the second one. Also good. It's knotted up at 24 apiece. Yeah, the Cavaliers have 24 points, but all of their points really have been scored by two players. Uh, Hickey and McMillan have scored double digits each with 11 and 10. Just three points coming from the entire rest of the team. Very true. And that that other three was put up by uh, Sales, if I remember correctly. She's one for two from the three-point line as well. So, yeah, a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of shooting by anybody else other than those two players no, for the Cavaliers. Definitely the stars of the team for sure. Chargers down on their own end. Mills from the left-hand side collects the foul as she goes up in the lane. This one's going to go for and one. Opportunity for a three-point play for the Chargers. 26-26. Mills steps up to the line for her first attempts tonight. A great basket as she was falling away, and she managed to make it anyways. So Mills missed the free throw, but the Chargers quick to jump at the rebound, and a foul is called on Walsh, so it's going to remain on the Chargers' end. A favorable possession here and an opportunity to get even more points for the Chargers. Yeah, already a two-point possession. Time to get even more now. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they try to put up a three here, get the, the biggest lead for themselves this game. So far, the Chargers have either trailed or been up by two. That has been their biggest lead. Touche with the ball on the inbound. Over to Nelson. Nelson on the left-hand side drives underneath the hoop. Out to Mills for three. No good. Just about everybody in the crowd stood up for that one, hoping for that uh, bucket to fall. It was a nice look for Mills, but instead Walsh has got it on their own end. And it would have been the Chargers' biggest lead of the day, really, Mm -hmm. shifting the momentum in their direction. Scarton with the ball right now. She's just beyond the free throw line. Ball's over now to McMillan. 
We can expect one of these two to put it up, and McMillan drives, puts it up with the right, and it goes. Touche now for the Chargers, bringing it up. Avercamp calling out the play, getting it set up. Touche about to do it herself, drives to the left-hand side and gets it to go, 28-28. Very nicely done. Little time wasted, and the Chargers nodded back up. Yep, and just like that, Hillsdale shooting 50% from field goals. 10 for 20. It's looked good on both ends, really offensively, and that's why you see 28 points on the board for either team, and we're just two minutes into play of the second quarter. Yeah, and other than a couple travels and a one-loss ball going through somebody's hands, not really that many turnovers today. So Walsh now on their own end has a shot put up by Skarton. Skarton gets it to go. That was from the right-hand side, a little fade, almost a hook shot. And now the Chargers down, a drive from Nelson, a hook shot with her left as well, but this one is not good. McMillan quickly rushes down court for the Cavaliers, passes it off to her counterpart, Hickey. And Hickey over to Skarton. Skarton out, excuse me, to Galaska. Galaska no good for three. Chargers now with the ball. Touche, a nice little step back around the free throw line. Looked like it was going to go, but just rims out. And instead, Walsh gets the defensive rebound. The Chargers have gone back to this man defense, but they're really playing huge help defense on their big two scorers, especially McMillan. So Skarton, or excuse me, McMillan really showing off those D1 skills. She's very uh, head fake, quick with the hips, quick with the feet. Um, all over, uh, a lot of spin moves back and forth here and there, a lot of drives, and uh, got the Chargers' defense on their toes. She's fouled as she drives to the right-hand side. That is definitely where she likes to be is on the right. She's gone up on the right just about every time she's drove. Yep, and um, I don't believe that she has gone up on the left yet, actually. Mc- You're right. No, yeah, I, I think every time just about. And So McMillan, after the foul, gets two, two attempts at the free throw line, gets them both to fall. It's 32-28, 6.52 to play in the second quarter. Chargers looking again to tighten up that score. Nelson, a nice little jump shot from the free throw line, gets it to go. Yeah, that's uh, that's big for the Chargers, bringing it back within two, (coughs) keeping the game close. Mm -hmm. McMillan down to Skarton, Skarton over to Galaska. Galaska put her shoulder down a little bit. I believe that was into Callahan. And I think that was Touche. Touche wanted that offensive foul there. Okay, it was. You're correct. It was Touche. Didn't get it, but Touche down on the Chargers end puts up a three instead, and this one's going to go out of bounds. Rimmed out. Walsh will take over possession. Touche just needs to breathe a little bit, calm down, get back to her dribbling, focus, make some easy baskets, get a Get a nice, simple basket and then move on to these three-pointers mm-hmm. again because she's not having the game that she normally does have and the impact that she normally does have. Yeah, Touche, one of the leaders for the Chargers, her fifth season here at Hillsdale. Just needs to settle down exactly what you're saying and uh, play the game that she typically does. A very solid and consistent player for the Chargers. The Chargers, meanwhile, down on their own end, Peyton Nelson brought it up and tried to pass it off to Carly Callahan who let the ball slip right through her hands and out of bounds. An 
unfortunate mistake by the Chargers. Another turnover, and this one's going to go in Cavaliers' direction. Yeah, this momentum in the first half right now, in the second quarter, excuse me, has been on the Cavaliers' side so far. And that's not to say that the Chargers haven't continued to do a good job both on defense and offense. It's just uh, a few mistakes here and there, and that's what separates them right now. Another bucket by the Walsh Cavaliers. 38-30. to 30. Hillsdale down at their own end. Touche from the left-hand side. Touche puts up a little jumper. No good. Collects her own rebound, but then passes it away. Tried to get it to Sysum, and Walsh... Quickly down at the other end. Tried to break on the numbers. No good on the shot attempt was Kylie Durland. And uh, so after that after that attempt, Hillsdale's going to try to slow it down for a second. Avercamp wants to talk to his ladies. Just try to get the uh, momentum going back in their direction. Yeah, a smart coaching move when you're in a big hole. Draw up a play, get some easy points. Go from there. Once you get the momentum, swing back. I mean, it's coaching 101. Mm -hmm. And uh, the deficit right now stands at eight. This is the greatest uh, lead that the Cavaliers have had thus far in the game. We have five minutes left to play here in the second quarter. We're going to send you to a quick break before we resume play. You are listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017 FM. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Pushing the boundaries of radio and exploring new horizons with a perfect mix of student-hosted shows and nationally acclaimed radio shows such as The Dennis Prager Show, The Hugh Hewitt Show, Our American Stories, and Veterans Chronicles. The future is here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Leistro on I've Got Ox. Everyone loves music, but want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Leistro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And as we bring you back to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, the Chargers with a quick three put up by Danny Salambine gets it to go. So out of that timeout, the Chargers had a plan and executed to perfection. Now the score is 38-33. Walsh, meanwhile, on their own end, Faith Williams is the one to put up a three, and it does not fall. So Chargers down, taking it back trying to get some more production on offense. McDonald down low to Conklin, who is fouled. A little reach around by Williams as uh, the pass is attempted to go into Conklin. And with that foul, the Chargers are going to get to inbound it underneath the hoop. Salambine, the one passing it in, looking for a teammate. It's Conklin underneath the hoop. This one's good from the right-hand side. Yeah, Walsh went to a, to a box and one right there on Grace Touche. They really know that her skill set, her offensive skill set especially, she's going to put up points. So Yeah, and, and that is a, a little surprising so far given that Touche has uh, struggled a bit throughout this first half, but they know the potential that she has and the, the impact that she has on the game. So um, wisely still boxing one on her. And meanwhile, the 
Cavaliers down at their own end retain possession after a foul on McMillan. It was not a shooting foul, so they inbound it. It's Skarton with the ball right now over to Williams. Williams to Galaska on the right-hand side. Back out beyond the three-point arch. A shot put up by Abby Hickey. Hickey, one of the leading scorers for Walsh. No good, but it was collected by another Cavalier and re-shot and uh, gets that one to go underneath the hoop. 40 to 35, three minutes and 38 seconds yet to play. Hillsdale, touche, there she is. There we go. That's what we were waiting for. They get out of that box and one. They go to that 3-2 defense, which leaves the corner weak. And Touche goes to the corner. Smart. Teammate finds her. She hits a three. For the Cavaliers, it's over to the right-hand side beyond the arc for Galaska. Galaska finds Skarton. Skarton to Williams on the right now. Williams, another three-point attempt. Gathered by Danny Salambine after the miss. Yeah, I believe the Chargers are just tempting Williams to shoot. Conkle's playing off of her. She knows that she's not the best shooter on the team. She knows that she's not normally the shooter on the team. She's not used to all that pressure. Mm-hmm. Good strategy by the Chargers, trying to keep it out of McMillan's hands. And, uh, again, what you said, tempting the Cavaliers to put it in other players' hands, uh, just heavily guarding the two shooters for the Cavaliers. It is McMillan who has it at the top of the key. She's asking everybody to clear out. Again, a drive to the right and gets it to fall. McMillan, great from the right-hand side, has continued to prove that through this first half. And it is 42-38, Cavaliers lead. McDonald trying to show off her D1 talent as well as she brings it up. Gets it over to Nelson, excuse me, Salenbein. Salenbein over to Conkle and to McDonald. A lot of movement, quick to keep up with there for the Chargers. After the movement, though, McDonald puts up the three, and it's no good. Cavaliers have it at their own end. And a travel is called on Hickey. So a turnover for the Cavaliers. Chargers are going to have it going their way. Just exactly two minutes to play here in the half. Chargers, again, trying to find a way to get a lead before they go into the half. Only had a lead for a very brief amount of time in this first uh, half a play. Yep, dribbling the ball up is Sydney Mills. <clears throat> Sorry, it's Kaylin Splane. She's normally their scorer off the bench as far as points go. So Splane got it underneath to Mills, who got it to Touche, and that one did not go. Walsh with the possession now. McMillan with the ball, dribbling with her right over to Skarton. Skarton has, has been quiet so far uh, in this game. It's been Hickey that has uh, been McMillan's counterpart in the scoring, and Hickey has it underneath, in fact. Trying to be stripped away by Mills. <laughs> Mills looked like a defensive back just going for a football there, trying to strip that ball away. And she is called, I don't know if that was called jump or a foul. I believe that was, was a jump ball. Okay. The possession arrow changed again. So Walsh retained possession but Hillsdale again with the arrow now if we have another jump it's underneath underneath to Durland and just as she puts up a shot the shot clock ticks down to zero Caitlin Splane for three from the Chargers Splane hasn't yet gotten a three in this ball game the fans looking for one she's their big three-point shooter McMillan for the Cavaliers down at the other end and a timeout taken 
by the Cavaliers coach trying to talk some strategy as we enter into under a minute of play in the first half. Yeah, Splane normally is their shooter. She'll shoot off platforms, she'll shoot off the dribble, mm-hmm. she'll shoot right off a pass. Stay teams know that they'll man her up they'll follow her but she still averages seven shots a game and about shoots about 35 37 percent so mm-hmm. yeah Splain has really been that uh big offensive production since since she arose ar- uh, excuse me arrived at hillsdale um early on in her career had that game with i believe it was nine three pointers wow. uh, and it was it was pretty incredible for a true freshman she continued that pace in her time here so, yeah, great score off the bench. Yeah, and this year she's averaging 10 points per game, which is the third most on the team. But like you said, she comes off the bench. She's not even a starter. She's just a scorer. Mm-hmm. So as we check back into play, the Cavaliers have the ball. It's Hickey out from beyond the three-point line. Gets another one to go. She was on the left-hand side. Drains it. And it's 45-38 uh, with 35 ticks left on the clock. A call by the referee. Looks like he's calling a foul on number 11 of, excuse me, 21, McMillan. Difficult to read his hands there. McMillan called for the foul on Mills. Mills at the line. And yep. no good for her first attempt. About 30 seconds, 36 seconds left with a 30-second play clock, obviously. It's going to start on either possession. Score is 45 to 38. Yeah, so just like we saw at the end of the last quarter, uh, Walsh has an opportunity here to try to put up a, a late shot, hoping that Hillsdale won't get another possession after they're finished here. So they slowly draw it up. An interesting formation. All of the Walsh players off to the left-hand side. McMillan isolated with the Hillsdale Chargers, Kendall McCormick. And now they all disperse. And it is a three-pointer put up by Hickey. Hickey no good. Chargers with the ball. McCormick over to Mills for three. Oh, in and out just as time expires. Mills looked like that one was going to go. Hit the back of the rim, front of the rim, and then out. Yeah, it was a really good shot. She just, just rims out sometimes. So... As we enter into the half, it's a 45-38 game. Again, as we talked about after the first quarter, just an explosion of points for both teams. Uh, The Cavaliers on pace to score 90 this game, almost 30 points more than their average per game. And so um, we'll see if defense ramps up a little bit more in the second half or if we can if we'll see uh the same pace of scoring yeah it was really interesting both teams constantly changing defenses whether something worked or not both teams uh, going either to a the hill still chargers going to a one three one a press and man and then you saw the cavaliers going to a box and one a three two and man defense as well both three different defenses at least that i saw mm-hmm and it, same thing goes for offense as well. A lot of uh, quick pace and then slowing it down. It was not very consistent either way. So interesting uh, dynamic from both coaches, you know, trying to feel each other out as this game is important for both teams. And there weren't even that many points off turnovers. There weren't that many turnovers to begin with. So it wasn't like it was a turnover basket, turnover basket. It just was shot after shot after shot. Quick layup, quick layup, quick layup, quick three, quick three, quick three. And a lot of makes. 
Lahana makes. So after one half of play, as we said, the Cavaliers lead the Chargers at home. It is 45-38. We're hoping that uh, Don Tibbetts Potter Arena can get a little rowdier and get the Hillsdale Chargers some momentum. And uh, so we will see you in about five, ten minutes after a quick break. We'll send you away. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Welcome back uh, here at halftime of the Hillsdale College women's basketball game against the Walsh Cavaliers. You're listening to this game brought to you by uh, Hillsdale Free, 101.7 FM. Uh, so, so far in this game, we've had a lot of scoring. It is 45-38. Uh, both the Chargers and the Cavaliers uh, outpacing their typical points per game. And, uh, you know, of those 45 points for the Cavaliers, 30 of which have come from two players, those being McMillan and Hickey. So the Chargers really got to look for an answer in the second half in defending those two players in particular. Yeah, I think they, they were expecting McMillan to get all these points, but... Hickey really, she came out of the shadows, kind of. They were more doubling. They were more worried about um, <clears throat> Durland in the first half, it seemed. But it was not McMillan and Durland. It was McMillan and Hickey that seemed to have all their points. Yes, and so uh, as you're talking about, I believe Lexi Scarton as well, one of those players that's a typical, uh, typically a key contributor for the Cavaliers. But, yeah, Hickey, four for seven from beyond the three-point arc. And... Uh, just really leading the tear for for the Cavaliers. Hickey usually only averaging 10 points a game, but uh, already surpasses that with 14 in the first half of this game. McMillan, as you were saying, we see that a lot out of her. Uh, she's typically leading the charge for the Cavaliers, but it's that right-hand side, the drive through the lane, often a spin move, uh, and it's been working for her. Yeah, she normally averages 19 points per game, and she's already at 16, so she may as well. She may very soon surpass her average. Indeed, indeed. So the points in the paint, as we were discussing, uh, a lot of drives from McMillan. Both the Chargers and the Cavaliers have 18 points down underneath. Um, So the bigs are playing well, um, and it's really it comes down to a few things. It's the turnover differential between the Chargers and the Cavaliers. It's not as if uh, either team has that many. However, uh, the Cavaliers have made the most out of the turnovers that the Chargers have had. Chargers with five in this game. Meanwhile, the Cavaliers playing very crisply, only two turnovers. And uh, the field goal percentage is another difference, separated by about 10%. The Chargers, yeah, Chargers, excuse me, are hitting 41% of their shots. Meanwhile, the Cavaliers hitting 51% of their shots. Bench points is another point, but go ahead and make your point before I continue with that. And even three-point percentage, uh, Hillsdale is only shooting four of 15, which is about 26% roughly. But Walsh is shooting seven of 18, and that's about 40%. That's almost a a 12, 15% difference in there. Indeed, yeah. And so one of those things, uh, going back to the three-point shooting percentage, we talked about briefly in the first half Splane and the three-point production that she usually has for the Chargers. We haven't seen any points out of her tonight. So if we can get her going in the second half as well as uh, Touche a little bit more, uh, you know, you could see the Chargers matching that pace quite easily, I believe. But it'd be difficult to believe that either team keeps the same amount of scoring up as they had in the first half. 
the coaches are both intelligent guys here, Avercamp and Switch Gable, and so you expect to see some adjustments made and uh, probably not as much scoring in this half. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the biggest defensive adjustment will be Hillsdale will move a player to the right side of McMillan, and they will have her defend the right side, and as mm. soon as she switches to that left hand and starts to drive left, they're going to play help defense, and they're going to expect that even though this person is helping from maybe a distance, that because it's her left hand and because she's not as good from that left side, she's not as dominant. Indeed. That this player helping from the left side will be able to stop her and then when she dishes out you're just going to have to help the helper and so on well and as hillsdale was doing in the first half too really challenging and uh tempting the cavaliers to get it to their non-shooting players we saw williams take a handful of threes none of which were falling for her. and so uh, i i expect that hillsdale is going to try with that same uh mentality in the second half as well just challenging the other players on the cavaliers so far, it's been carried on the shoulders of those two players, McMillan and Hickey. And so, uh, Avercamp's definitely going to want to see what the other players are made of for the Walsh Cavaliers. Yeah, and one thing that I mentioned before the game started was that Hillsdale at home is 11-2, and and that the biggest reason why they're 11-2 and is because they rebound better at home. They're out-rebounding just on the offensive side. They're, out <coughs> they're out-rebounding Walsh 6-3. to but on those six rebounds, they've only scored four points. So they haven't um, made the best of the opportunities that they've been getting and the extra opportunities they need to, to finish on. Indeed. And uh, we go back to bench points. Even though uh, Splain has not had any off the bench, Hillsdale is also leading that margin 14-0, to zero, shockingly enough. But um, we just go back to that the hammer that we or the nail that we continue to hammer, and that's that McMillan and Hickey have to be stopped. They are the production so far for the Cavaliers, so we'll see what the answer is as we enter into the second half of play. Just underway, Chargers first with the ball in the second half. It's Touche on the left hand side for the Chargers after switching ends of the floor. Mills puts up a three for the Hillsdale Chargers, and this one's going to go. First points of the second half belong to Hillsdale. Oh, there we go. That's one of those <coughs> one of those three-pointers that they normally make, you know, make that percentage just a little bit better. We like to see it out of Mills. It's McMillan out up top for Walsh, and a little shovel up underneath the hoop for Durland. Durland, that was a, a nice shot really it looks a little off balance but it gets it to go for the Cavaliers touche from the left hand side for the Chargers now 47-43 after she gets a bucket touche back to that right hand left hand crossover Mm. that she uses all time a good move by her Walsh now down on their own and Durland rejected by Mills would not let her go up with it but even though she was rejected it was collected by Walsh Alaska had that second attempt and she gets her uh, excuse me, she gets her layup to fall. Hillsdale does lead the GMAC in block shots per game even though no player has more than .6 blocks per game, they as a team average 3.22 blocks Okay, so a stat that we would like to see match tonight if not improved on and that uh, last possession helps Hillsdale on their own possession doesn't get any points so it's back on the Cavaliers end, it's Hickey out beyond the three-point line. Tightly guarded this time. Definitely don't want to see her take another attempt from out there. So she gets it over to Scarton, 
And Skarton from the right-hand side. Wow, that is the second time that we've seen Walsh just kind of dance their way around the paint. And it really off-balance shot from the right-hand side, up off the glass, and gets it to go. 51-43, the Cavalier lead. Touche out straight away for the Chargers. Drives in underneath and good for a two-point bucket. And just like that, Touche is on fire back-to-back. Possessions that she just dribbles right down the middle. Puts up an easy basket. Hope to keep her rolling like that. Walsh misses a bucket, but an offensive rebound out to Skarton. Skarton moves to the left. Drives now. Defended by Peyton Nelson. And it's passed back out. Hickey, another three-point attempt. This one no good. Hope to continue to see her cooling off. Good look. Good for the Chargers and Sysum. Quickly down on the other end, Touche found Sysum underneath who has fouled as she put up a shot. So she's going to get sent to the line. Yeah, the other girl kind of just jumped in the air and as soon as Sysum realized she was going to get fouled, she put that shot up so then she could get her two free shots. Sysum so far so good from the free throw line. I believe she might have lost a tooth there actually. Is that what she threw out? Something white (laughs) fell off of her. She just threw into the crowd. Let's hope that was tape and not a tooth. I think it might be a little more blood if that was a two. That's probably she, true. She misses her first three, uh, excuse me, free throw attempt. So no good there from the first try. We'll see what the second one does. And up. This one is good. And just back on that tooth thing, you know, I lost a tooth right before my, uh, I think it was my sophomore year. I lost a tooth right before a basketball game. I handed it to my mom out in the crowd, and I walked back, and I played the game. <laughs> As long as you suck all the blood out, you'll be fine. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Errant shot by the Cavaliers. I believe that one was McMillan. Airballs it and goes straight out of bounds. So the Chargers are going to get a possession here. 51-46. Cavalier lead. Chargers looking to close it. As they've been doing most of the game, playing from behind, other than just a brief stint in the first half. Touche for the Chargers. Deep three-point attempt, and this one comes up short. But Mills goes up for the rebound, tips it away. A scramble, and then Skarton, in fact, comes up with it. Quickly down to the Walsh end and lays in a free uh, a layup from the left-hand side. Peyton Nelson's currently taking the ball out for the Chargers, but all eyes are on Grace Touche. Touche now with the ball on cue there. Takes it out to the right-hand side. Calls Callahan over, setting up the offense. And eight on the shot clock. Touche does it herself. Drives and goes. 53-48. Chargers remain down by five. Ball brought up by Skarton for the Cavaliers. Over to McMillan. McMillan straight away. Trying to size up Sysum. And she drives, pulls up from the right-hand side again. Did not do her typical spin there, but instead put the brakes on. And Sysum just kept going. And McMillan gets it to fall. Touche now with the ball for the Chargers. Over, swings it out to the right-hand side to Mills. Mills underneath to Sysum. Big to big. And Nelson finds her way underneath the bucket. It completely escaped any other Walsh defender. They lost track of her completely. And that's a two-point bucket for Nelson. 
Walsh now with the ball. Galaska. Galaska picks up her dribble, finds Scarton out beyond the arc, setting up the offense. A screen from Durland. Durland with the ball now after the screen. A little pick and roll and no good on her layup from the right-hand side. Touche with the bucket, or excuse me, with the rebound for the Chargers. Takes it all the way, tries to drive from the left, collects a foul as she does so. Yeah, there we go. Touche. Touche's hot, and uh, <clears throat> there's a media timeout right now, but, I mean, we can just talk about Touche. Three possessions, yeah, and easy layups. Exactly what we talked about earlier in the first half. You know, she is a leader. She's composed and confident, and uh, even though she had a tough start in this game, she has picked up the pace greatly in the second half and has been the production for the Chargers. Yeah, and Hillsdale... How much down did they start this half? But now they're only down down five points. Two possession game possibly for good possessions. Basket here, a rebound on the other end, and another basket in there. They're tied up in this game. Yeah, it's definitely not out of hand. A five-point margin between the Cavaliers and the Chargers, which has remained for most of this game. I mean, no point has either team pulled away at all. Uh, the biggest lead that the Cavaliers have had was eight points there at the half, in fact. And so uh, a tight one. It remains tight. I expect that we'll see this one uh, stay close all the way to the end. And funny enough, once again, the points in the paint by each team tied at 26. So the Chargers coming out of their break. Going to be having those free throw attempts as we come back to Shea. Going to be at the line. See if she can just stay hot as we come back. Walsh sends out a few few new faces out there. Williams back on the court as she had been earlier, as well as Sales. After a timeout, um, giving a free throw, a free throw shooter extra time just makes you that much better normally, but... Not on that attempt, on unfortunately. That she does not hit her first one. We'll see what she does here with the second try. Also, no good. An opportunity for points for the Chargers. Those are going to want to be uh, had later in the game, that's for sure. That's not normal. She normally shoots about 85% from free throw. So maybe that one's my fault. <laughs> maybe you jinxed that one. So down at the Walsh end of the court, it was Hickey with the drive. Hickey hasn't done a whole lot of driving and uh, missed the layup attempt. Chargers now with the ball. It's Touche. Straight away, no good. No good. That ball just, just rimmed out for Touche. Would have added to her to her streak of <coughs> possessions she's been able to put up. Indeed. Scarton was the one with the rebound. Brought it down court for Walsh, but it was missed by McMillan on the left-hand side. Splain, there we go for the Chargers on the left-hand side. Gets her three to fall first of the game. Everything that we were talking about during halftime is coming into play. Splain shooting her threes, and McMillan's going to the left and missing. That's true, as well as Touche. So if we can continue this up, we will have a barn burner at the end. It's only a two-point game right now, and Hillsdale's back with the possession. Splain brings it up for the Chargers. Mills straightaway three, no good. Collected by McMillan. McMillan quick down court. Whenever she brings the ball up, she is not slow with it. She likes to get moving and get to work. McMillan drives from the right, double defenders, and this one is knocked away by McCormick. It goes out of bounds, so it will stay 
with the Cavaliers, but you love to see that they have got a plan of attack uh, when McMillan starts driving as she's done this whole game. Yeah, they forced her to that left, and that help defense came in, and the defender came back when she wanted to go back to her right. So, Inbounded by the Cavaliers looking uh, at his sails, and it's going to be tipped away again. McCormick on the coverage, tips it out, so it will remain with Walsh, but good defense by the Chargers. You love the aggression. McMillan with the ball driving. Again to the right. McMillan tries to get it over to Williams, but throws it out of bounds. A turnover on the Cavaliers. Three minutes and seven seconds left in this third quarter. And Hillsdale looking now to either tie or take a lead for the first time since the first quarter. Yeah, really putting that pressure on McMillan to go with that left hand. It's been working so far this half. McDonald with the ball from the free throw line. No good right off the back of the rim. And it's McMillan that brings it up. Fast pace again. This time starts off to the left and passes it. It sails with the ball. Over to Daylin Baker. We have not called her name yet in this game. So getting her first minutes, she goes to the right-hand side. Another off-balance shot. That's the third one of this half that the Cavaliers have gotten to fall from the right-hand side when they're off-balance. Yeah, they really use those, those long arms that they got just to flick it up there. So just as we were talking about that, Salambine has an off-balance right side shot as well, and she gets that one to go. Quick pace back and forth. Walsh already missed on their end. Hillsdale back to its own end. And Caitlin's playing 4-3. Beautiful shot. With a defender in her face. She just doesn't feel the pressure. She knew she had the space. She took the three. The Chargers are unfazed. Momentum is starting to swing, and it's it's getting rowdy in here. 58-57, just two ticks under two minutes left in the third quarter. Very exciting stuff. And they force Walsh to take a timeout here. So... Chargers with their first lead since the first quarter, as we had just mentioned. It's 58-57. We're going to send you to a quick timeout uh, as you've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Up to Neverland. Traveling is expensive, and most of us can't fly. But don't worry, we've got an alternative for you. Join host Abigail Snyder on the virtual voyage and be transported to remarkable places around the globe as Abigail discusses the historical significance surrounding each week's destination. Tune in on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM or catch any episodes you missed on our Spotify page. Welcome back to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. A great duel between the Hillsdale Chargers and the Walsh Cavaliers as we are just about to the end of this third quarter of play. It's 58-57. You know, a lot of good things going in the Chargers' favor right now. Uh, Touche getting hot. Caitlin Splain getting hot. uh, McMillan starting to have to use her left as we talked about at half. And so... Hopefully the Chargers can keep this concoction going. It's it's looking favorable. Yeah, a lot of players, though, sometimes when they get that momentum, as soon as it starts going, they start to take ill-advised shots. We need the Chargers to be able to stay calm and take those focused shots mm. <clears throat> close to the three-point line, under the basket. Don't take rush shots, even though you have the momentum. to Keep the momentum. So Walsh with the ball right now is brought up by Baker. Got it over to McMillan. McMillan found sales underneath. 
who tried to get it to Durland, and Durland, it goes off of her hands out of bounds. Salambino inbound it for the Chargers, going the other way, trying to build on the lead. Brought up by Splane. Splane off to the left, over to Salambine. Back over to McDonald to Splane for three. Splane, oh, no good. That would have been another nice shot to have for the Chargers, but it stays in their possession. And there's McDonald from three. Great shot, McDonald. Right there, taking advantage of the offensive rebound they got finally. And they're up four points with their biggest lead of the game. Indeed it is. Chargers 61, Cavaliers 57. A missed layup attempt by McMillan from the right. And it is Danny Salambine with the ball. Salambine out to McDonald. McDonald just about eight feet out, puts up a jumper, no good. In and out there, very unfortunate. Walsh will collect the defensive board. Quickly down on their own end. They put up a three. It is Ella Nitzel. And Nitzel closes that Charger lead now within one. That's a very smart play right there. They let the clock run down about three seconds before inbounding that ball. So then the shot clock would be lower when they got it, so then Walsh would not have a chance to shoot. So, yes, as you are saying, the shot clock and game clock only separated by one tick right now. Uh, Hillsdale trying to hold on to this one until the end of the third quarter. It's Splain. Five seconds on the shot clock. Oh, no good by Conkle. But on the shot, she airballs it. So it was McCormick kind of going up for not really a rebound. It was... It was more, just, of a, more of a pass. And she <laughs> kind just, of. And she gets fouled on it. So Hillsdale is going to have an opportunity to reset. Going to be inbounded by Salenbein. They've got three seconds to get a shot off. Let's see if they can do that before the end of this quarter. Haverkamp calling out the play from the sideline. Gets it into Touche. Touche knocks down a two-pointer right before time expires. Beautiful execution charges. Touche is on fire, ladies and gentlemen. A beautiful third quarter for Touche. Really found her her stroke there. And uh, let's see if she can keep it going through the fourth quarter. Just nice play by the Chargers. Yep. And um, once again, the pace, as we said, did slow down that quarter. However, is on pace now to score 80 points instead of 90. (laughs) Slowed down just a little bit. They're still probably going to overrun that uh, points per game average that we talked about early on. 64 points a game. Yeah, all they need is five more. Well, it'd be great if the Chargers could keep them under that five points. That really would uh, be. Uh, The Hillsdale Chargers are also on pace now to score above their average again, which is 70.8. So as we end this third quarter of play, we're going to send you to a quick break. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Listro on I've Got Ox. Everyone loves music, but want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Listro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. 
And welcome back to Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. The Hillsdale Chargers taking on the Walsh Cavaliers. This game is brought to you by Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Chargers with the three-point lead as we start this fourth quarter of play. Walsh with the ball. Walsh, number 40. Uh, Lexi Scarton, we haven't called her name a whole lot in this second half. McMillan, she gets it over to her counterpart there. McMillan tries to drive and is fouled as she goes up for the right-handed layup. I believe the ref called the foul on the ground before the shot. She called it on the spin when she was facing backwards, so I think it'll be (coughs) Cavalier basketball under the basket. Gotcha. She tried to go to the free throw line there for a second, but uh, the ref had to correct her and say that, no, we're going to inbound it instead. Cavaliers passing it around out beyond the arch. It's Scarton. Scarton over to Galaska. Galaska's got it at the top. Over to Nitzel. Nitzel already drained a three in this second half and gets another one there. Tie ball game at 63. Nine minutes and 18 seconds before this game comes to its conclusion. And it's Mills for the Chargers out beyond the three-point line. This game's coming down to the fourth quarter, isn't it? Indeed. It's a new ball game. May as well be 0-0 right now as we have a tie. So there is a foul called on a Walsh Cavalier. I did not see who that was on. Did you collect that one? Uh, it is on number 25, Lauren Glasgow. Yes, and so the Chargers have the ball there on their own end, and Danny Salambein puts up a nice-looking shot for three. Hillsdale, another three-point lead. The good news for both teams is that even with that foul, nobody's in foul trouble. Nobody has on either team more than two fouls. So down on the Walsh, and Nitzel puts up another three. She's been the hot shooter. Really, the Walsh Cavaliers have been riding the ebbs and flows, as have the Chargers. Touche now. 4-3 for the Chargers. What a half from Touche. Really coming back from that struggle in the first half she had. She's on fire right now. Touche's feeling good. The, The crowd is feeling good, getting the defense chance going. It's Skarton. Scarton over to Hickey. Hickey, who's been quiet in the second half, knocks down a three herself. Back and forth, four straight possessions that there have been three-point shots made by either team. Two for Hillsdale, two for the Cavaliers. And it is Splain for the Chargers, who drives to the right-hand side. No good. Walsh collects the rebound. It's Scarton. Scarton drives and then kicks it back out. Yeah, there seemed to be a little Nitzel. confusion on the Charger end with who is driving who is guarding Scarton, excuse me. But they seem to get it figured out before Scarton could walk in and finish the layup. So it is Scarton now with the ball again. Puts up a three-point shot. Mills collects the rebound, though, as she misses. Passes it over to Touche, who brings it up for the Chargers. Touche looks to Splain, decides to keep the ball instead. Over to Salenbein now on the right-hand side. Salenbein calls Splain over, gets the pick from her, goes, dribbles to her left. Passes it out to McCormick. Eight on the shot clock. Splain, very deep three. No good. Rims out. Good effort by Salenbein going for that rebound, but it's Galaska that gets it instead. Galaska over to Hickey. They've got her doubled in the corner, but she finds the open lady, and it's Nitzel underneath the hoop for the two-point bucket. Touche now bringing it up for the Chargers. 69-68 with six minutes and 49 seconds to play. Touche to the left-hand side. 
A foul is called on Galaska. Galaska not pleased with that call. Having some words with the ref. Trying to get it figured out. But going to be a foul on her all the same. Not going to be able to talk him out of this one. No, definitely not. Um, Chargers. It's going to be interesting what they do on this inbound play. Very important as they're only up one point trying to build a lead. Mm-hmm. Tries to find McDonald in the corner, but instead throws it straight into the hands of Nitzel. And uh, Walsh is going to go the other end with it. Ooh. Hillsdale looking for a carry. On That was Hickey. She had the ball very high up there. Almost looked like she had double dribbled for a second. Instead, Walsh is going to get three points on this possession as uh, McMillan hits a three. That's, that is... Uh, abnormal for her. We've seen a lot of drives, not a whole lot of shots from beyond the arc. Yeah, she's not a lot of shots today, but she does normally shoot well. She shoots about 39% from three, but she doesn't shoot a lot. That makes it well, more wide open for her. Not a lot of shots from a three, you mean to say, I believe, because we've seen a lot of drive from oh, her a for lot sure. of shots. Yes. Not a lot of yes. shots from three. Yes, so Hillsdale, though, on their own end, gets a bucket to fall. We have 71-71 on the scoreboard. It is Mc, uh, excuse me, not McCormick now. Uh, McCormick not actually on the court. It was... Wow. Very, very lost there with the call. Just a mad scramble. And so Hillsdale, after after the Walsh possession, they didn't get any points. Hillsdale takes it down and gets a bucket. Excuse me there on that call. Oh, good. Hey, get the bucket and there's a foul on the Cavaliers, I believe. So they're getting another possession, maybe. 73-71, five and a half minutes to play. So, yeah, Hillsdale got the bucket. I'm not entirely sure what this call is. I believe there was a foul off ball after the shot went in. Gotcha. So Hillsdale's going to have another possession. Ball is inbounded to Splain, who gets it over to McDonald. McDonald throws it away. Tried to get it underneath to Sysum. Sysum's been quiet here in the second half, but... Uh, using her as needed. And so Walsh now with the ball on their own end. Galaska tries to go up from the right. Ball is rejected, swatted away, but looks like she got some uh, arm as well as Sison was on the coverage. In for the Chargers, checks in Conkle as number 25. <coughs> Galaska comes up to shoot the free throws. Mills is the one stepping out for the Chargers. Going to get a quick break before the final minutes of this game. 5-14 left to play. Hillsdale with a one-point lead over the Cavaliers. It's 73-72. Galaska, good for both free throws, and it's a 73-all game. Yeah, it's, um, I would call it a nail-biter, but some of my country friends would call it a a barn burner down (laughs) here in Hillsdale. Nelson brings it up for the Chargers. Nelson tries to find Conkle underneath. Oh, Conkle rolled an ankle, it looked like, as she went up for that one. Initially, a foul is called. A discussion over whether or not that was a foul. But it looked like she just might have come down on another player's foot or just stepped wrong on her own ankle. But clearly in some pain right now training staff out to greet her as is Avercamp. And, and uh, I think we're going to take a quick break right here as 
we find out more about her injury. So, yes, you've been listening to Hillsdale Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. The Washington Hillsdale Internship Program exposes students of all majors and minors to the wide range of industries and institutions established in the Washington, D.C. region. No matter what you're studying, there's an opportunity for you in D.C. Want to teach after graduation? Apprentice in classical academies, such as the Emanuel Christian School. Want to go into public policy? Intern on the Hill. Planning on law school? Get experience at the Supreme Court or at the Department of Justice. Pursuing science? Try for an internship at NASA. But don't think that WIP is all work and no play. While you're in D.C., you'll have the opportunity to attend conferences, dinners, and black tie events. There is a career-building opportunity waiting for you. WIP. Find the challenge. Live the adventure. For more information, visit dc.hillsdale.edu or contact Mary Greco at mgreco at hillsdale.edu. Welcome to the Grammar Minute, where we're saving the English language 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and I've clipped a line from a newspaper for your enjoyment. Here's a slightly edited version. Tom Brady's farewell year will quickly fade from our collective memories, overwhelmed by the enormity of his accomplishments over an unprecedented career. Curious about this enormity and whether it had landed Brady in prison, I scanned the rest of the article only to discover that the author has seemingly forgotten what the word enormity actually means. You see, the news almost exclusively treats this word as though it means hugeness. The world's largest airplane, for example, was recently described as an enormity, but it actually means enormous evil. Here's a fun way to spend a Saturday. Enter enormity into Google and click the News tab. Not only will you feel exceptionally smart afterwards, but you'll quickly be overwhelmed with laughter. That's your Grammar Minute. Visit thegrammarminute.com for more tips and tricks. As we welcome you back to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. The Chargers have got uh, Conkle up and off the floor, still trying to figure out the extent of her injury. Don't know if it was a knee or an ankle. Uh, definitely not what you want to see in a game like that. But Yeah, I highly doubt she'll be, she'll be coming back today. This is probably an injury that will sit her out for one or two games. Yeah, so prayers for Conkle as she uh, is removed from the court. She was able to go off under her own power, but limped as, uh, as she was also helped by the coaches. So, um, yeah, prayers go out to her. Hopefully it's nothing more than a sprain or even less than that. Yeah. Hillsdale is going to have the ball as we return to play. Good gesture of sportsmanship by uh, McMillan there. She goes over to Conkle, who's right along the edge, and uh, just taps her on the shoulder, tells her to keep hanging in there. Hillsdale, it is Nelson now inbounding it. Tries to get it to Mills. Mills takes it to the deck. She fell for a second. It was a scramble, but she was able to pass it off to McDonald. And Hillsdale's got the ball. So they missed a shot. Hit the rim, though. So play shot clock resets. Splain with the drive. Oh, misses it. She had a nice look through the lane there. That was a great drive. She's going to want that shot back in, for sure. Indeed, indeed. Couldn't get that one to fall. Rimmed out. So 73-73 is the score. It remains tied. Four minutes and 28 seconds to play before the end of this one. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, as we got ourselves a ball game. Indeed. Walsh misses their shot. 
that was Durland. Durland, no good from the left-hand side. Nelson now for the Chargers down on their own end. Over to McDonald to Splane at the top of the key. Splane, little dribble to the left. Gets it to fall right on the elbow. Love to see that out of Splane. Keep her hot for the last four minutes as we enter the end of this one. Yep, if you're going to get the ball out for three, she's definitely the person that you probably want shooting her or Grace Touche maybe. Mm-hmm. 75-73. Defense chance resound yet again throughout Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. A call on the floor. So trying to get the uh, call here. A foul, I believe, on Mills. Mills looks confused, not sure exactly what she did. She was not near the ball. It was scarting out beyond the three-point line. They're correcting the foul right now. It's on actually 32, Ariana says. Gotcha. Okay, so Mills, that explains her confusion. It was not a shooting foul, so Walsh will be inbounding it. It's Galaska with the ball out to the left. Galaska looking for a teammate. Never uses her dribble. Instead, just pivoting around, and now another foul is called. Looked like she was trying to pass it off right behind her to... Durland and uh, McCormick tried to jump in between the pass off. Gets called for the foul. Her first of the game. Yeah, the fans were not not happy with that one, to say the least. Four team fouls for either side uh, here in the second half. Three-point shot put up. Galaska from the right-hand corner. That's... That basket gives Walsh back the lead, the one-point lead. 76-75 indeed, but Touche quick to answer. A oh, drive touche, to the right-hand side. <laughs> oh, indeed. Say her name all day. Drive to the right-hand side. Puts the Chargers back on top. McCor- uh, Mc- excuse me, McMillan drives again, passes it off to Durland, and Durland fumbles it away to the Chargers. Nelson now with the ball. Chargers the one-point lead, 2.45 to go. Yep, Chargers once again, as soon as McMillan puts that ball on the floor, they try to double her. Oh, a quick jump in. A pass was intercepted by Durland, but she muffed it, and the Chargers were able to reclaim the possession. A timeout on the floor by the referee. Trying to get the shot clock reset as there was a scramble for the ball back and forth. So it was Touche trying to pass off the ball. It was intercepted uh, by Durland. Durland never quite got hold of it and went back court. But then Hillsdale got it. Hillsdale with the possession currently. Splane to the left-hand side, out beyond the three-point line, drives into the paint over to Touche. Touche sets up slowly. Mills sets her a pick. Touche declines. Gets it over to Nelson instead, who's in the paint. Back out to Touche for three. No good. Defensive rebound, Scarton of the Cavaliers. Every possession is more and more valuable as the time winds down. <coughs> Scores 77 to 76, Hillsdale. And now under two minutes to play. Wow. Uh, pass. Not entirely sure where that one was going. That was Hickey. She drove on the right-hand side of the bucket and was heavily defended, tried to find one of her teammates, but just chucked that thing straight out of bounds. No one in the area. Yeah, that thing was not very close to any of her teammates, really. Looked like kind she of was, a wild pass. Kind of looked like she was passing it to a fan for a souvenir. So <laughs> Hillsdale with the ball. Nelson brings it up, dribbles to the left, passes it back out to Mills. Mills, oh, short on the three. That would have been big 
would have given the Chargers a four-point lead. Instead, the lead remains one, a minute and a half. McMillan brings it up slowly. Shimmy Shake, as she is defended by McCormick, a foul is called on her drive, did not get the continuation, so it was on the floor. She's going to get two shots. Oh, it was counted. Okay. So they gave her the bucket. 78-77. This is big time. If she can make this and one, it'll give the Cavaliers a two-point lead. Yeah, very good free throw shooter. Not somebody that you wanted to put at the line for sure. And she gets it to fall, makes it count. 79-77. One twenty-three left in this game, and it has truly just been back and forth this whole second half. A lot of hot streaks, a lot of scoring has just continued throughout this game. 120 left, 79-77, brought up by Splane for the Chargers. Over to Touche. Touche trying to find Mills underneath, can't do so. Instead passes it off to McDonald. McDonald looks like she's going to drive for a second. Instead pulls up, finds Touche again. Shot clock down to 7-6, and Touche rims out. Another basket that the Chargers desperately need. Instead, Walsh has got an opportunity to extend upon their lead. McMillan off to the right again, as expected. Shimmies behind the back, trying to do it herself. Three defenders on her and is able to find the driving Walsh player. It was Scarton who she finds underneath, and that extends the lead to four points now for the Cavaliers. That is huge with only 39 seconds left to play. Yeah, Hillsdale calls a timeout because they know that either they need to score quick or they need to score quick and foul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to talk strategy. You know, not talking about strategy for the entirety of the rest of this game, but it's getting pretty close to that point. Uh, I don't think that we'll start seeing foul and just quite yet with it only being a four-point lead, but you never know. Uh, I think if Hillsdale doesn't score here, I think you have to it, foul. That is true. Especially that is true. because one foul doesn't even put you in the bonus. True. So anticipating a bucket, hopefully we can get that out of the Chargers. Uh, they will just continue to play solid defense and hopefully have a, a Cavalier miss and get another attempt down to their yeah, own Grace end. Grace Touche is inbounding the ball here. Look for the ball to come either right back to her or right outside to Caitlin Splane. Touche looks for Splane. Instead, it's Mills and right back out to Touche. Just as you said, Touche overshoots a three. Oh, and a foul indeed. So Hillsdale's going to have to go to that. It's not going to send the Cavaliers to the line, but they will get to inbound it underneath their own bucket. Well, maybe just six fouls in college. It looks like they actually are in the bonus, I believe. You are correct. So... Up at the line is Scarton. Gets her first one to fall. I I was under the impression that they were not going to be in bonus yet either. That's a five-point game. 33.1 seconds remain on the game clock. Hillsdale with another timeout. Very intense discussion about to take place. Avercamp trying to put together a strategy. Six-point deficit. For, you know, for Hillsdale holding the lead for much of this second half, it's unfortunate to see that down the stretch here, the last four possessions, they've, you know, muffed away or uh, had shots just errant and a few air balls, a few drives that really could have had them fall. Uh, Instead, they bounce out, and that's the difference right now. Yeah, those those rolling out shots, I mean, 
if Hillsdale was only down two, they wouldn't be down six because they wouldn't have needed to foul and they wouldn't need it to. The thing about close games is that at the end, they can sometimes become so distant that it seems like they were never close in the first place. That's very true. We'll see if Hillsdale can uh, pull within three here on this possession as they inbound it. Almost intercepted by Durland on the inbound. Instead, Touche drives and a foul is called before she's able to put her shot up. See if we can get two points out of her here at the free throw line. Touche has been hot this second half. Consistently a good shooter throughout this season. We'll see what she does at the line. Making some substitution and it's are the Chargers. Salambine checks out on the floor currently uh, for the Chargers. McCormick, Splain, Sysum, Nelson, and Touche taking the shots. Yeah, you're going to see a quick press here out of, out of the Chargers. They Touché. want to put some speed on the court. Touche makes her first bucket but misses the second. And Chargers trying to get a foul call quickly. But Walsh was able to dribble around for just a brief second before doing so. 25 and a half seconds left. 83-78, Walsh lead. Yeah, Hillsdale's going to need a little bit of luck on their side right here as Walsh is a pretty good free throw shooting team. I mean, they shoot about their best players. McMillan shoots 86% from three, but even as a team, they shoot 73% from the free throw line. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, and, you know, Walsh is going to be putting the ball in their best free throw shooting players' hands. They know the situation that they're in. They're playing it strategically as well. So hopefully Hillsdale is just able to get a few lucky bounces as Walsh has really gotten here down this stretch. Hillsdale is just not able to find the, the bottom of the bucket. So ball is inbounded by Walsh. Uh, foul is called. Four ticks run off the clock before that is done, and it will be Hickey at the line. Yeah, that, that last foul that we called must have been a, a timeout by the the Cavaliers before the foul was called. I guess so, yeah. Chargers were trying to get their hands on, but it was a uh, timeout indeed. Hickey shoots 75% from three, but she's only had 16 attempts the whole season, which is not very many, so... 12-16 is not a good number to base a percentage off of. And she misses here on her first attempt. Make that 12-17. A little bit of hope for the Chargers with that one. Walsh keeping all their players down on the Hillsdale end, ready to play defense as soon as that second shot is up. Hickey made the second one, so it's 84-78. Splain airballs a three. That That is going to be costly there. 11 seconds left. And it is a six-point lead for Walsh. That's, that one uh, is tough there. Yeah, that, that one is tough there. That one hurts. You really need that to bring it within one position. So then even if they make one free throw, you can get another quick foul, and then you're within <coughs> – you're at least close. But now if they make the free throws, it's almost – it's a three-possession game at that point. So Hickey is the one back at the line for the Cavaliers. Hickey misses the first attempt again. Still a six-point lead but gets the second to go, and so it's a three-possession game now. Chargers with eight seconds left. It's McDonald bringing it up. McDonald passes it off to Splane. Splane for three. Backboard no good. Foul is called on 
either Durland or Galaska. Can't collect the number. It was Galaska there. It was Galaska. However, two seconds are on the, the clock. It's Mills at the line, and this is just not quite going to do it. Yeah, there's just not quite enough time for this three-possession game anymore. Mills gets her first free throw attempt to fall. 85-79. And out goes the second one. That'll close this ball game out. So the final is going to remain 85-79. Hillsdale had the had the ball game in their grasp within the last three minutes, really, and just uh, could not convert on their possessions down the, the last few minutes. Yeah, it really just came down to the end, didn't it? And, I mean, <coughs> Walsh made one or two more baskets than, than Hillsdale did, and that just ended up being the end of it. You know, the six-point differential really, uh, as you had mentioned, it was a closer ball game than that. You would have expected it to be maybe one or two point difference, but a great, need, great need game. A foul at the end. Indeed, indeed, a great game played by both teams. Really, a, a back and forth ball game. Exactly what you want to see out of both teams. Hillsdale is going to have another attempt on Saturday as they face Lake Erie. Another game that they would love to have. Just put them in a better spot to make that GMAC tourney. Yeah, and even with this loss, and even if Cedarville does win tonight. They're still ahead of Cedarville in the standings. <clears throat> but, you know, it's a win that they wanted to have against an opponent that they thought they were better than. Indeed. And at home as well. But, you know, you can't you can't win them all. That's why you play the game. You don't you know what's going to happen. Yep. Hillsdale, um, <clears throat> Hillsdale's record changes to 6 and, or what is it, 7 and 9 in the GMAC now. Indeed. And I believe 14 and 12 overall. Yep. And... Walsh will be 10 and 13 overall and 500 in the GMAC standing at 8 and 8. So at the conclusion of this one, as mentioned, the final score, 85-79. Hillsdale falls to the visiting Walsh Cavaliers. We appreciate your time. Up next is the boys game. Uh, you know, thank you, Evan, for the time here. We thank you I for thank everyone. You thank you, everyone, for listening. Go Chargers. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Thank you. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming, already in progress.